go find my shadow person notes. This dude gave us a three star iTunes review on iTunes today, and it's nice. been fucking pissing me off all day. What do you say? So fucking three irritated. stars, so rude, <laughs> so irritated. Just commit, you piece I, of shit. <laughs> I legit would have rather had him give us a one star. Yeah, same. What do you say? He said it's okay. <laughs> no, he said something fucking <laughs> shitty. This is all going on the podcast, by the way. This is how it's starting. Here, I'm going to play a beat now, but we were starting at the beginning of that. He said, he said, all right, fine. (laughs) He goes. All right, it's a loaded podcast. I'm Spencer. That's Ryan. Hey. Sometimes I just hit record and see what happens. He goes three and a half stars, actually. Dicks. So he rounded down. Oh, this just gets worse He rounded down, which is like, come on, man. You round down. What an asshole great subjects but please stop all the incessant banter and trying to force humor just stick to the topics please and this would be five stars hell no <laughs> hell no hell no uh, no dude hey guess what no <laughs> smash that that pause button homie <laughs> smash that delete out of your <laughs> itunes button and never hear from us again that also would work but you know uh, what that doesn't matter no, it does matter. It's great. That was fun. It doesn't matter. What's his name? I, well, not What's Sam, his name? I'm not he saying. He wrote his name in a public forum. What is it? Uh, well, it's not a name. It's a it's a it's a username. It's what a is screen it? name. It's Cole. ASL, bro. It's Cole. Of course it is. <laughs> what a shitty name. <laughs> He's gonna go in and edit it and change it to one star and be like, "All right, these guys were dicks to me because I gave them a bad review." Yeah. Well, you know what? That's the worst name I ever heard. Shots fired. Nah, fuck that. Everybody else gives us great reviews on iTunes because you guys are dope and we love you. Hi, everybody. How are you? It is the What If Podcast. Hello. And we got better shit to talk about. How's that for off topic? Yeah. How's that for (laughs) incessant banter? (laughs) Fuck with you, boy. (laughs) Hey, speaking of dope listeners, uh, we have an update on last week's episode. Uh, The contact in the desert ticket winner is Eddie. Shout out to Eddie. Yeah. Boy. There it is. Uh Eddie is going to contact in the desert for for free. Free ninety-nine. Thank you to uh Contact in the Desert for partnering with us and uh getting on, getting that ticket to Eddie and uh yeah, should be dope. Should be dope. It's gonna be lit. I'm gonna go to the Sound Bath Alien Summoning event on Friday oh, night. Man, bro. Oh man. Mm-hmm. Play, I placed my weed order yesterday. Is that a real thing? <laughs> yep. Oh, phenomenal, <laughs> phenomenal. Did you? Uh-huh. Is that a? Is there a place that lets you do that, or is that a friend who lets you do that? Yes. Got it. Cool. <laughs> that <laughs> is a friend going to a place. That makes mm-hmm. sense. There are delivery places, but yeah, I, I just I don't figured know, like, you could make you meet me at the airport. Right. That's <laughs> what I was gonna say. I just figured you couldn't do it from here. Mm, well, I mean, then you just call a phone number probably could well right but i mean they're not gonna deliver to my house in minnesota right that's what i meant was maybe where, where would it arrive yeah hey man can you like leave it under the bench in the in the terminal three <laughs> hey man <laughs> you know the in and out off of sunset <laughs> i was gonna do, uh, so <laughs> maybe like it was about a year ago our our friend of the podcast nelson was playing uh coachella mm. and they they went to some like Weird ass Coachella 420 party in Palm Springs. Cool. Yeah. Sponsored by party. some dispensary. And they all got like these gigantic thousand dollar weed gift baskets. Thousand dollar weed gift baskets? Like 
there was like an ounce plus and a bunch of pens and edibles and all kinds of crazy shit. And when you are traveling on tour, Dude, it was there for the weekend. It was, yeah. it was the second weekend, no less. Like, had it been the first, you know, they stayed during the week, whatever. <laughs> Nelson's just driving his rental car down the street in Palm Springs, just chucking <laughs> so, weed out the car. Well, so he, they flew in. Merry and, Christmas, <laughs> motherfuckers! They flew in and out of LA, and I was, we were crisscrossing. I was in LA, like, later the day that he left. Sure. I was like, bro. Did a handoff? No, can we have, can we have, like, a treasure hunt? Bru- oh, smart. Can you just... Like write me some cool riddles and hide weed around LA, and I'll go find it. I feel like I don't have anything to do this been afternoon. More sensible. Well, we weren't ever actually there at the same time. We oh, missed each other by like a few I see, hours. I see. I see. I was like, dude, just go hide some shit. Okay, you're gonna go to Venice Beach. <laughs> you're gonna find the Ask lifeguard stand a hundred yards <laughs> north. That yeah. one Italian restaurant. No, this is too. This is too direct. It's got to be much more cryptic. There's it's, gonna it's be all got to be in poem form. There's gonna be a guy in an orange puffy coat at the base of the lifeguard stand. Puffy coat at the beach. He's got is a USB nice? drive in his pocket. You're gonna need to mug him <laughs> you for him. that USB drive. <laughs> all right. Then go to the nearest internet cafe. Yep, they still got him. Plug that USB. If in. anywhere it does, it's probably Venice Beach. Honestly, it's probably true. All right, well, you want to talk about shadow people on that note? Fucking A. Did we have any voicemails we wanted to play on the show this week? Oh, maybe. Uh-oh. We did get a few. Let's go. Um, hey, everybody, this is a quick reminder that if you want to call us and leave us a voicemail, you could do that at 612-246-4614. Uh, call and leave us an episode suggestion, or you could just oh. yell and make fun of us and tell us that we do our job bad. Or you can uh, you could tell Spencer that you're holding, uh, what did Cam say he was holding hostage from you? Cam's holding something hostage? I thought he was. If you want to hold some weed hostage for me and hide it in LA, I'll be there on Friday. <laughs> Leave us a riddle. Hey, <laughs> what if you found buried treasure? Part four. It's just yeah. it's just Spencer. Like, all right, you guys. Or if you get to contact in the desert before me, that's true. Mm-hmm. I'm but, not coming in till Friday morning. So bury it in the sand. <laughs> if I see any X's in the desert, I'm digging. I'm, I'm digging right away. Uh, all right, yeah, we we got a couple of relevant voicemails. We should probably play. All right, let's do it. Here's one from David. Hi, David. Hey guys, my name is David. I am from Greensboro, North Carolina. Hell yeah. I just got to listen to your episode from last night about the Brown Mountain Lights around oh, yeah. Morganson off of Highway 181. And uh, I've never heard of these before. I've been camping right above Morganson, right inside the Pisgah National Forest um, for like the past 20 years. Uh, I've gone with my family since I was a kid. Uh, you might lose me here. I work third shift, and I'm inside of a freezer making delivery to a restaurant. My fucking anyway, guy. I uh, love this shit so much. When you guys so opened much. up this episode, I couldn't believe it, because that is exactly where I go camping. We travel up to Morganton every fall. Um, you guys said that a lot of accounts uh, of these lights being seen is during the fall. And I do want to mention, though, I heard you guys say that there's not much traversable land on Brown Mountain. It is very dense and thick, but it actually is. There are places that if you don't know about them, you can't get to them, but there are campsites off of Highway 181. Oh, uh, interesting. Right inside national, uh, the National Park Pisgah area there where people go and camp every fall, um, usually year-round. They uh, There's lots of fires. People do campfires and stuff. So I'm wondering if campfires and maybe gas is emitted if there are, you know, there's like tons of sites, uh, 15 to 20 different campsites. And these uh, campsites take like 
20 minutes to get to, I don't know, just a thought. Maybe fire, uh, campfires and everything is just what's causing this light. Uh, love your show, guys, and have a good one. Fuck yeah, David. Thanks for calling, man. I fucking, dude, shout out people who are just like in the middle of something else and they're like, hang tight. I, I got to I need to call, I gotta call this phone yeah, number yeah. real quick. That's fucking dope. Um, David actually left us three more voicemails. Amazing. Um, to summarize, he then called his brother and I was like, holy shit, that place we used to go camping has weird UFO stuff. Yeah. This podcast I was listening to was talking about it. And they're going to go back this summer and spend like a week there and see if they can see anything. Fuck. And then get back to us. Yes. Bring as much documentation gear as you can because that's, right. I feel like the biggest missing piece of this is really good documentation. Well, so. there are a few. There are a few. Although what he was saying in there about there being accessible lands, that's good to know because there was one clip that I stumbled on on YouTube that was dead night blurry pretty far away someone was obviously zooming in on whatever digital camera they had but it did in some ways like i actually had the thought if there were multiple people wearing headlamps yeah. in a row that were like hiking down or up or something like that it would it explain some of the sightings look like that you still have the issue of people seeing them above the mountain or starting on the mountain and mm. then Appearing right. to raise up into the air above the mountain. Right. And then you also have some of the, like the, I think it was the Nat Geo footage where the lights are moving way faster than a person on the ground could be moving. Totally. Um, but it might explain some of them for sure. For sure. For sure. Um, cool. That's dope. Dude, David, follow up with us. I want to know if you guys get some dopeness. Also, we got about 50, 11 emails and tweets and Facebook things about our pronunciation of Appalachian. Oh, yeah. I is fucked that, it is up. Is that right now? Appalachian? It's Appalachian. Sorry. Not Appalachian. Yeah, we're Minnesotan. We're we Minnesotan. Say, we say things weird. Gonna Sorry. drink my milk, <laughs> lay down on my pillow. Um, if I know what you're talking about. <laughs> we're, just, we're just straight up Canadian. I did. Now. I went straight Canada on it. <laughs> we got one from Rob, but that's referencing the Patreon. We'll listen to that on the paid episode, which you can get <laughs> by going to patreon.com slash podcast for five bucks a month. I you never mean to set week. you up for these. You're I know. You're just an opportunistic son of a bitch. I am. I am. Hey, look, you might be new here and you might want to know that you can get double the show. Actually... I was saying on our social media today, great time to do it because I'm going to be posting a bunch of wild shit on there from contacting the desert. That's this true, weekend. man. You're going to be digging in the desert for weed and you're going to be interviewing Linda <laughs> Moulton Howe Maybe. and hanging out with fucking all the cool folk. UPS is going to be delivering my microphones to the wrong address today. Is that a real thing? Dicks. Bummer. Mm-hmm. Bummer. Mm-hmm. We got another voicemail. Okay. Hi, Spencer and Ryan. Uh, this is Amanda. Sorry, I you got to start it Ballard. over. I was totally an afterthought. It was like, hi, Spencer and Ryan. <laughs> this voicemail's for me. That's tight. No, it's okay. I, hi, I Spencer and Ryan. Uh, this is Amanda. I live Sounds in Fowlerville, Michigan. Hi, Amanda um, in Michigan. I was just listening to the What If You Saw a Dog Man episode and realized you mentioned the town I live in, Tight. and you also mentioned the town my parents live in. They live in Traverse City. Oh, shit. Um, I'm going to have to look into the dog man stuff. Haven't heard anything about that. That's a little spooky. Um, <laughs> I have a tendency to listen to you guys while I'm working at the horse farm on that late at night. Um, it's a little unsettling to hear about aliens and poltergeists and things like that while I'm alone in the dark. Don't listen to the cattle mutilation one. Definitely don't do that. <laughs> Definitely don't do that. Um, or do it at another time. 
I meant to hit pause, but I closed it. It was a nice, uh, she said she likes our show after that. That's very sweet. very pleasant. Thank you, Amanda. Thanks for calling. Don't get uh, gotten by Dogman, please. Don't get got. And also, we'll try to be funnier so it's less scary at night. <laughs> Shadow people. <laughs> Shadow people. Yeah, speak, speak, speaking of being fucking spooky, let's go. Uh, you want to tell us about shadow people first? Oh man! Before we just get into, I just got a bunch of weird stories. I like, I like that you're like, hey man, can you give them the real shit so I can take this thing off the rails instantly? That's our system here. That yeah, is yeah, for yeah. sure our system here. Um, so one of the, all right, so rewind. people that look like shadows is the basic idea, <laughs> or shadows that look like people. Hard to say. Okay, rewind. Was this your idea? <laughs> I think Shadow People. I, don't, I mean, I don't know. It's one of the the big ones. Was Shadow People? Um, what were we? We do you remember when we were looking at the whole map of the U.S. and it was what was the most popular sort of paranormal yeah, yeah. thing from there? Was Shadow People one of them? I have a vague memory of it being California's. Was Shadow People? That was the like the big weird giants in the hills. Mm. So I, I thought they I, were shadow adjacent, though. They are there, but they're like giant mountain specific shadow folk. Mm. I don't, I don't think straight up shadow people was because it's not really a location specific thing. No, well, technically, all of the things on there have. Well, I don't know, but like Bigfoot is sort of a Pacific Northwest legend, and like right, but there Champ, are people in northern Champ Minnesota lives in a who, specific lake. Sure, but there are people in northern Minnesota who will be like, oh, I've for sure seen a Bigfoot in Minnesota. Right. Long and short, I guess, was this is one that, you're right, it's one of the big ones. It gets a lot of uh, urban legend e mm-hmm. uh, talk around it. But the thing I feel like related to urban legends is urban legends are usually, well, my sister's friend had a friend who one time they were sleeping in a scary, weird place shadow figure appeared in their doorway and it freaked them out like there needs to be a four or five steps removed version of the story for it to really land as an urban legend yeah and with the shadow people concept or phenomenon or whatever you want to call it there seems to be infestation of Mm -hmm. shadow people Mm -hmm. there seems to be far too many eyewitnesses people who are saying no this happened to me and not happened to somebody weird <laughs> to somebody weird you know somebody <laughs> distant from me not somebody weird but. weird emily keeps seeing shadow people <laughs> she loves meth C- classic emily uh, seeing weird shit um yeah i'm always skeptical too though of like when you read stories online or in books or wherever we find weird shit stories yes. for our here podcast yes this, for this here audio medium rarely is it a named first-hand account. It's an author who's compiled stories or an article that is retelling a story from an author who's compiled stories. True. It's rarely first-hand of, hi, I'm Bill Davidson and I've seen a shadow person. That's true. Let me tell you about him. That's true. He was spooky and he had a hat. He was spooky and he had a hat. So, okay, so we should talk about it. Yeah. Shadow people... Uh, as the story goes, are apparitions that are mass-like with a rough human shape. 
Um, Did you say mass like? Uh, yeah, like a what like a r- like a mat like a rough mass shape. Huh? They're not. I thought they were roughly human shaped. They're roughly human shaped, but they they also have a lot of people report them being um, not perfectly proportionate human shaped. More of sort of like a foggy mass is what I'm trying to say. I see. There are definitions like that appear to be humanoid. Kind of. Have you seen it? I have. Oh, shit. I stopped watching after season two, though. That's the way to go. It was tight until then. They lost the plot. I heard. Um, That's what I'm trying to say. Is It's it, it's not like if there was a bright light in this room and you were standing in between the bright light and the wall, the perfectly crisp shadow of your body is not really as much what people report to seeing yeah. as much as it is more of a hazy human-like shape. I, um, I came across this description. Um, indistinct features mm-hmm. often appearing somewhat two-dimensional as if projections or lacking real substance. Mm, that's interesting. I like that phrasing. A lot of the story, specific stories I came across uh, described them as being more defined in the head and torso area. Yes. And then as you would get below the waist and down towards the feet... It would be almost like a fog or a mist or just a very loose, um, loosely implied lower half. Got a loose butt, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> a loose caboose. Loose caboose. Um, the, the overarching sentiment is that they're not your buddies. I couldn't find any specific instances of people being harmed by them, though. Um, I can't either. Whereas even with... Aliens and UFOs and poltergeists and Bigfoots and all, almost all other things. There are at least a couple bad ones in the bunch. Well, some the, aliens steal people and put things in their noses, and some Bigfoots throw rocks at you, and some poltergeists, you know, flip you up in the air and f- float you down. Yeah, make you puke your guts out, and so on and so forth. I did see a couple make re- you stink real bad, <clears throat> skunky. I did see uh, a couple references to feeling. Um, oh, they'll spook you. Well, but they won't hurt you. No, no, but but I've I saw a couple references to people feeling like they were being um, like pressed upon or laid down on or mm-hmm. feel a uh, feeling a sense of pressure from these things on their physical being, which is a very direct tie into sleep paralysis type stuff, which we'll right. talk about later. Um, but that's the closest thing I've seen or read related to harm. But the sentiment though, is that they are foreboding in nature. Yeah. People often feel emotionally bad about their presence. They feel yeah. scared. They feel threatened. There's just a general aura of fear when in the presence of a shadow, a shadow person, which let's be real. Anything that you are not expecting to be there right. is going to be a fearful thing, and especially because we instinctually as human beings are afraid of the dark and the shadows because they are inaccessible to our senses. They are also scary things instinctually to us. So you combine, I didn't expect it, I don't want it, and I don't know what it is and can't fully form it in my mind. And a 100,000 years of human evolution says... Shadows are bad for me. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Shadows are things that eat me. Yes. 
in yeah. those shadows are dangerous, yeah. then of course those things are going to be scary to you. Um, I I read in one location that they were able to uh, bucket shadow people into five Bu- separate sort bucket? of general categories. Uh, did you just use bucket as a verb? I don't know what that means. Bucket them into five categories. Are you not familiar with that? You're Putting them like in buckets. Sort? Yes. Oh, Put them I've into never five. I've heard anyone say that before. Mm, all right. You can. I've, for, man, for how long I've known you, like once a week, you say a phrase or a word that I've literally never heard another human say. <laughs> That's because you're working here by yourself all day That's long. That's not man. true. I mean, that is true, but I do talk to people. I used to talk to people more. <laughs> I've never heard another be- human being call. I have a, talked to people. I've never heard another human being call a hotel a hoodie. I've never mm. u- heard someone use the word bucket as a verb. Mm. You're just, you're full of surprises, man. I'm going to say you're welcome and just keep it moving, <laughs> even though I don't think that's the energy you're coming at me with. I, I, I don't mean it positively or negatively. I'm just, <laughs> it's just observing. A, it's I'm a, just a shadow person. I'm, it's an observation. I'm not here to harm. I'm just observing. Oh my God, you guys, I can't see Spencer. <laughs> it's got so weird. So I'm going to turn on this lamp behind me that you hate so much. And then you will be a shadow in my mind because it's so bright. It just would halo you with light and that's, that's there would be the no definition to your form. <laughs> Um, okay, five categories. Buckets. Buckets. I get buckets. Uh, positive shadows, the rarest of forms, but uh, described often as beings that are not interacting with you at all. They're Buc- just sort of... Bucket of positive shadows. Bucket. <laughs> put it on the list. Yes. <laughs> put it on the list. Um, they're just a presence. They're described as like doing other stuff. So they're not interested what in kind you. Of stuff? Walking through your space, uh, walking through a doorway, but just not having attention focused on you at all. Um, hmm. Just, they don't like, they don't create the same sense of foreboding that the other ones do, largely because they seem to ignore human presence. So these guys got good vibes. They're, put, they're putting or, out good vibes. Or, neutral vibes. Or I would say, yeah, I would say or neutral vibes, um, which is positive based on the other four categories. Uh, yeah, these are like the weed shadows. Weed shadows? So the, the people who see the really bad ones usually are on stimulants. Oh, sure. So if we're equating the, the five types of shadow people- Let's See what you're doing here. To substances. Sure. Or maybe then the weed might even be. Sorry, carry on. This is a terrible analogy. <laughs> I was like, I was like, bring it home if you can. Uh, Hell no, <laughs> no, I cannot. Uh, just the generally negative ones, which fit into the description that we talked about, uh, being in a random place or space or in your space, often seen at night, creating a sense of foreboding, feeling spooked, feeling kind of spooked, often fleeting, darting in and out of the peripheral vision. Um, no bueno, but. But there, uh, then there is the red-eyed shadows. Mothman. Um, maybe Mothman involved here. Are they bird-shaped? Are they bird-shaped? I have not. I've not heard them be bird-shaped. Okay. Is are birds moths? I'm confused. Well, they call him Mothman, but he's more like Big Bird Man, or possibly Batman. Big Bird Man. <laughs> oh. Ba- oh. Batman and and. Oh. <laughs> Oh, we just invented our cryptid gang. <laughs> this is what it took. Big Bird Man. I mean, Big Bird is Big Bird Man. He speaks and has feet. Birds have feet. I'm, he speaks. 
I'm blown away that you haven't dropped the nobody cares from Big Bird yet uh, on our soundboard. It's going to be me to me the rest of the episode. That's true. Big Big Bird Man's great. Uh, but but there are people who report similar uh, descriptions to the negative shadows, but their eyes are definitive and often glow seems, some version of red. Seems much more threatening. I think... You, oh, much more. I think, though, from everything I could gather, it's not laser pointer eyes. It's more glowing. Like a Jawa. Like a Jawa. The little guys with the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. From Star Wars. Then. Yeah, yeah. Hootini. Yeah. <laughs> Those guys. That was pretty good. Thanks. Nice job. I do impressions now. I have uh, <laughs> I definitely somewhere in my parents' house. I definitely still have some Jawa action yeah, figures. yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, more like they that. They were basically shadow people, right? They didn't have faces. That's they wore true. cloaks. Which is a perfect segue to the, the shadow people ever yell, Wootini! <laughs> I don't know if anyone's been awake enough if to hear them holler. <laughs> That's what you got to do. Yeah. If anyone here has pulled a gun on a shadow person in their it's house. It's Bear. That's true. That's true. Didn't Bear kind of have a shadow person story? Wasn't that the story that he told us was about like a dark figure <sighs> oh, in his room? Oh man, he had so, yeah, all kinds of shit. He did, but I think that was that was what the presence in the house that they had experienced was. Yeah. Bear's going to have to call right. us up and reaffirm. Um, but that was a good segue to hooded shadows, which is sometimes people see hooded people or mm-hmm. people who appear to be cloaked or in a Much flowing sort of garb but None. a shadowy flowing garb of some kind do they also have red eyes or are these separate separate mm. i mean i would imagine there can be some combination of all of these you know right right and then lastly we have hat man yeah that's my guy hat man is see i feel like that's less threatening than a than a hood hat man a hooded figure a red-eyed figure both seem more threatening than a hatted figure. That's he just fair. seems stylish or possibly bald or both. Probably both. Um, yeah, I mean, I can get with that. But a hat man... Does he when, do other spooky stuff? When it is made entirely of shadows and is in your room staring at you when you don't intend it to be is very spooky. Is it because he looks like The Undertaker? Um, I just don't see why a hat is threatening. It's not a threatening I mean, object. It's not. It's not just a guy in a hat. It is a shadow person that appears to be wearing a hat. Right, so it is all of the scary things about a shadow person. There's just also a hat involved. That makes him less scary, though. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't. It. It extremely I'd, incrementally. So I'd rather say. see Hat Man than than the Jawa guy with the red eyes. I would too. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. I'm also not not scared by it. No, for sure. I'm just, yeah. this is all it's incremental. More, it's more palatable, yeah, for sure. I would have put him third, is all I'm saying. For sure. Um, But yeah, outside of the red eyes, no facial, facial features on any of the five categories that are generally found in stories. And uh, they are often characterized by some version of movement or shape changing. Ooh. Icky. Mm-hmm. Coming in and out, darting in and out, so morphing. The, you said the first two are, um, they're neutral? They're the Switzerland of the shadow people world? No, just the first one is uh, neutral. The second one was just straight up negative in the original description. The third one was the red-eyed ones. But their but they're actions, do, do any of them get aggressive? No. Hmm. No. But just the, the the positive one was neutral or like not creating a sense of foreboding. 
I wish there was another side of the spectrum. So if this is like one, two, three, four, five, if we had negative one, negative two, negative three, the, sure. other, the other way, and we had like progressively more helpful shadow people, Dope. like this shadow person does the dishes. Or like, um, or you know, like sh- like shadow puppets when you were a kid making shadow puppets with a flashlight. <laughs> this one's got jokes. This one's yeah. This one's gonna like become a dinosaur right, and like right, right. fake eat a you know a tree. Yeah, yeah. Just to entertain you while you're trying to go sleep. <laughs> this one does a great Jimmy Carter impression. Yeah, I I envision some version of uh, the carpet from Aladdin. You know, like not really verbal, but changing shape and being helpful and kind of like a sentient rug. Sassy. <laughs> Just also quick dad dogs, ghost blog, what we've been calling my dog lately. Sen- <laughs> sentient rug. A guy on Lake Street the other day stopped to like meet and pet him and just, he was like, oh, it's a nice rug. And then just kept walking. And you were like, I can't even be mad at that. That was great. I, was, I wasn't the least bit offended. He kind of nailed it. Yeah. That's dope. Mm-hmm. Um, that is the, that is the phenomenon in a large nutshell i guess because that took a little bit but that's that's kind of it in a nutshell um the reports of this go back they say the proverbial they say uh hundreds of years if not more like any good legend like any good legend there are some pretty good photos of shadowy creatures or people uh not photos isn't the right word um illustrations in very old books of mm. spooky things fairy tale type shit books of old spooky things you know it's the best kind of book you know the kind of books that appear in legends <laughs> the old spooky stuff books. old spooky books goosebumps of the past oh boy do you want to hear some stories i want to hear some stories or do you want to hear ways to rid yourself of shadow people. I want to hear stories about them, then I want to hear ways to rid, and then I want to talk about what the fuck's going on. Okay, great. So I have a few stories. Um, okay. I'm going to start with a couple that I found on the official shadow people archives. Oh, strong. Updated as recently as today, Ryan. Oh, dang. Going back as far as 2002. 2002. Mm-hmm. Holy fuck, someone has been maintaining a website about shadow people sightings for going on 20 years. Susan Fowler has been. Holy shit, buddy. Yeah, it's it's a fuckload of stories too. Um the the headers what a on commitment, this commitment, man. Headers on this website are home, coping, oh god, long stories, short stories, ghost stories, submit story. Not to get like to you know down on it but there are a lot of people who if you watch the documentaries on youtube about this stuff or you you find people who've had these experiences it does seem like people who have had an experience it's kind of intense people describe it as being not very fun i can't imagine it would be no i know i'm just saying it's not like having a bad dream right because you seem to be awake. Right. Um, so I pulled a few from the, quote, shorty shadow stories section. Okay. Short, shorty shadow? That's what she said. What's, like, they're little, little guys? Uh, the, the stories are short. Like Jawas? Yes. <laughs> These. Three foot five? Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Done came to the club about 50, 11 times. Uh, one <laughs> night I woke up 
I went to the kitchen to grab a glass of water. I made it there without a hitch. Good. Do you usually have trouble with that? Proud of you. But on the way back to my room, a figure in the living room caught my eye. For a second, I thought it was my friend, but then I realized it was definitely not. Mm. Whatever it was, was over six feet tall with long legs that faded where its feet should have been. The only facial features it had were two red eyes. Nope. It was blacker than our unlit living room, and its hands appeared to be claws at its sides. Gross. I was frozen, mostly with fear, but I also felt like I was being held there by this being. See, that's the holding, like, pressure shit. Mm -hmm. One of its hand claws started to reach out to me, and that's when I finally broke free from its glare. And just like that, it was gone. Mm. I stood in the kitchen shocked for a while before going back to bed. I woke up thinking it was all a terrifying dream, but then it happened again, again, and again. It's not frequently occurring that I actually see a shadow person, but I can always feel something. I'm not really sure what they mean by that. That's interesting. They, they've had the same feeling that they had when they saw the shadow person? That's how I read it. Yeah. Uh, so far, they haven't caused anything physical to happen, but the fear is enough. I mean, yeah. So well, that's a, fear is enough what? Like, just enough to be... To suck, I think is what they're saying. Okay, got it. It's bad enough being that afraid of this thing this. in my house, yeah, right. even if they're not doing anything to physically harm me. Right. Uh, the the forebode, sense of foreboding and fear and paralyzation is interesting, uh, especially if it's... I, I didn't find this exact scenario of seeing a shadow person having that feeling and then later having the feeling without seeing anything. That makes me wonder, like... Mm. So it's not a hallucination. And a hallucination wouldn't necessarily come along with that sense anyway. Yeah, you're it's, saying because at that point it's psychological. Yeah, it doesn't like seem to be... there's not an outside stimuli that's happening to make you feel that way. And it doesn't appear to be a reaction to something like physically in your environment then. Unless you can't... It's physically there, but you can't see it, which is a jump for sure. Yeah, but we've all had that like, I feel weird, something's in the space or someone's near me or watching me yeah. when you don't necessarily actually experience them. All right, another one uh, from the, the Shorty Shadow Stories. Shorties watching shorties. So there's my 56-year-old mother, me, 35, and my son, 8, just talking about totally irrelevant stuff. When I casually... <laughs> uh-huh. What a great sense. Uh-huh. We're talking about totally irrelevant irrelevant my, to what? My, I'm not sure. My family is boring. <laughs> when I casually look into the kitchen to my right and see a black figure cross from where I think he means across from where there's a table. Ugh. So no human could do this. In front of the refrigerator and to my mother's bedroom. I, th I think they're saying they saw it pass through where the table in the kit like dining room table is. Sure. Like walk through the table. Yeah. Mm. Here's what I saw. It was blacker than the dark of the kitchen, a male silhouette, bald, with two arms and a torso, but underneath it was like a thick line of smoke and nothing else. It was fast. I saw it for about three seconds. I was ready to d dismiss this as my brain toying with me, but I turned to my family and everyone else looked scared. <laughs> okay. My son had seen it and my mom had seen it. We all looked at the same time like we do to see my father coming home from work. Whatever it was, it was just passing and didn't acknowledge our existence. 
So, so this, he's saying they all turned to look at the same time as if someone was entering the room. And that one's interesting to me because most of the stories I had read were solo experiences, people in bed by themselves at night, seeing something in their doorway or seeing something yeah. near them. But a, but a shared one I feel like is more rare in the retellings of these. And when we get to some of the explanations, rules out a few of them. Right. Provided you believe that to be a verbatim and accurate well, retelling. Right. I mean, it's from the official Shadow People archive. I, well, it, it that says sound, official right in the that title. That sounds official enough for me then. Uh, one, maybe two more from, from this section. My wife and I moved into a rental house along with my mother and stepson and his girlfriend. The house was located in the middle of the woods in Harrogate, Tennessee. Shout out to Harrogate, Tennessee. <laughs> my brother-in-law used to live there. What? Yeah. Small world. Uh-huh. Ask your, ask your brother. Uh, to make a very long, disturbing story very short, from the second day in the house, we were all hearing things that shouldn't be there. The walls would bang. You would hear footsteps and other unexplainable noises. On about the fourth night we were there, I was in bed at 3.30 with my wife and laying on my back with her head resting on my arm. She was facing away from me. At the angle which we were lying, I could see out of the bedroom, through the hallway, and into the living room. I saw a shadow person that was blacker than black and about seven feet tall. Damn. Roughly shaped like a person. It came from the kitchen into my line of sight in the living room. I watched it fully awake, come all the way down the living room and zigzag through the hallway into our bedroom. It went around our bed and right past me and stood in the corner behind me to my left. I was kind of in shock. I think, I mean, I just watched this thing come all the way through our house and went right past the foot of my bed and now it's standing behind me. How can you see something come down your stairs from where your bed is? Huh? If I'm in my bedroom on the main floor of my house, yeah, how, what vantage point would I have to have to watch something come down the stairs? He didn't say anything about stairs. I thought you said it came down the stairs. It came all the way down the, he said down the living room. So through the living room oh. and zigzag through the hallway into our room. I'm a, it, I think this is all taking place on one level of the house. So what? he's looking out a bedroom into a hallway and at the other end of the hallway is the living room. Got it. So he sees this thing in the living room, then come down the hall to the bedroom and come into the bedroom. Stand behind me is a fucked up thing to say. I hate it. <laughs> also, where... I hate it. Yeah, whatever. Where isn't, what? isn't the head... Don't most people orient the head of their bed towards a wall? Yeah. So is he like on his side and it's at the side of the bed? Because he said he was on his back. And they say it was behind him. What does that mean? Oh, like like how did it get behind him physically? Yeah. I mean, I guess not everybody puts their bed up against the wall, but I feel like most people do. Maybe. I mean, I could imagine if you've got a headboard and a couple of rows of pillows on your bed, you know, maybe you're sitting up and reading like on your parallel, bed. It's like but out of sight. Back sort of. corner yeah. behind you. Okay. Uh, I remember almost laughing in my head feeling extremely curious and amazed all at once. Almost laughing, and then I fucking ran out of my house. Right. Uh, I didn't move or make a sound, and all of a sudden, I remember what looked like a black tornado come out of the main shadow and go over my head, coming down towards my wife. 
She was asleep, so when I saw this, I pulled my arm back and my wife towards me, and the blackness drew back the way it came. I felt like it got angered by this. I felt overwhelming malice from it. And then it went into the wall and disappeared. We left the house the next day and never returned. Jason. <laughs> Jason. See, love Jason. Love Jason. See, here's what I want. I want to talk to Jason. Right. Because that's a fucking crazy story. Yes. It also sounds like someone could have familiarized themselves with this phenomenon and decided to write a very creepy, good yeah, for, for sure. the internet version All of it. All of these could be that. 100%. And I think a lot of them are. When, yeah. you, when you go on Reddit, you see some of the Reddit threads about people who have had this experience or some of the YouTube videos where it's people who are retelling their story on YouTube. A I was born. You're like... I, that, it reads that way to me on some of these. There's some overlap with the whole creepypasta bit. For sure. It's like, it's not as bad as Slenderman or something like that, but there's yeah. definitely some element of that to these stories. I felt the same way about a lot of the Black Eyed Kids stuff. Totally agree. Totally agree. Um, Let's do one more of these. Okay. I had my first encounter, uh, off to a bad start, when I was about five. I was sleeping in my bedroom in a rental house in Terre Haute, Indiana. I opened my eyes to see a shadow standing over me. It was much like a black cloud, but shaped sort of like a person. It had no face or eyes. I was so scared. I tried to scream, yet had no voice and couldn't. Throughout the years, I saw it again and again. Sleeping When I was sleeping, I would sense something over me and open my eyes, and it would be there. I now live in Illinois in a new home that we that was built in 2001. I've seen shadows in my bedroom a lot. For days, it was on my ceiling and shaped like a dark angel. Ugh. Mm. Get the fuck out of here. Ugh. Uh, my daughter smudged the house and it stopped for a bit, but now my husband is seeing it. He opens his eyes and it is there. He closes his eyes and when he opens them, it's gone. Goo. Hell of a time to stop that story, but I guess that's that. <laughs> yeah. The mm-hmm. I, I sort of picked these ones because I feel like it, it covers elements of this phenomena that are not that involve like the core principles, but also have like little extensions to them. Like, yep. like with this one, I moved and I kept seeing it. And then my family also started seeing it. Right. Or uh, I was with two other people who saw the same thing that I saw. Right. Or um, we were hearing weird noises in the house before we started seeing this thing. Right. And just uh, and that very well could be people getting creative with the storytelling and, and stretching a little bit so that these stories stick out and we pick them and read them on our dumbass podcast. <laughs> Right. But these ones caught my eye. For sure. No, I hear you. I I think they are they are examples of things that add small pieces of realism to the core story by virtue of their details. Yes. For sure. For whatever that's worth. Um I pulled a couple other stories. 
Trying to reread them quick to see if they, they <laughs> add. Well, let's see if they add anything that we haven't already covered. Um, oh, yeah, this one's pretty good. It was probably 10 years ago back in 1999. 20 years ago back in 1999. Boop. Uh, when I was living in a rental home, in, rental mobile home in San Antonio, Texas. My girlfriend and I experienced a shadow person in the form of a child. It was early in the morning around 3.30 or 4 when my ex and I were in the living room sleeping on the floor. All of a sudden, I just woke up. I opened my eyes and in front of me was a shadow that looked like a little boy. It was just a dark, dark black that you can't describe. It had no physical appearance of clothing, but just pure blackness. It was facing me for just a few seconds when it took off running to my right down the hallway. The hallway light was on at the time and I could see the shadow very clearly which is an odd concept, but we'll come back to that. When it ran off, all I could hear were the footsteps being created as it ran down the hallway. The noise sounded like feet running across a wood floor, but it was a carpet with a vinyl plastic cover floor. Uh, he wrote this weirdly. But he's saying it. he heard the sound of footsteps on a wood floor but the floor was actually carpeted with like a Vinyl plastic underneath. like runner over oh. the top of it. Word. Uh, at the time, I was oh at the time I was so scared that when I saw it I didn't move. Another odd thing about the experience was that my ex woke up at the same time. When it ran off, all I heard was "Did you see that?" So I knew I wasn't the only one who had seen it, and that it wasn't just my imagination. Huh. After that, we both stayed awake the rest of the morning, just trying to understand what had happened. That's interesting. So a shared one. And a sound associated with it for the first time that I could find. Yeah. But an out of place, like the the shadow people got bad foley. Yeah, right. I mean. Uh, throw, the, throw the footsteps sound effect in there. That'll get them. That'll spook them. It's the wrong floor, Dave. They're going to know. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, and also too, also a kid shadow, shadow kid, right? And Usually also, they're tall fuckers. With most of what we've talked about, too, there is a amorphous blob waist down. So, what would be this one had feet? Yeah, like what would be making an actual foot pounding sound if they're his blob feet? Blob feet. It's just squishy. Squish, 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 squish. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. Or just like a hover, you know, just a whoosh. Yeah, just a whooshing sound as the just making R two D two noises down the hallway. Nino, no, no. It's not as good as my Jawa. It's not. It's harder to do though. <laughs> True. Harder True. to do. Uh, all right, that's enough stories. I feel like that that gets the whole uh, breadth of the experience. Now for the fuckery. <laughs> now for the fuckery. Would you like to know how to rid yourself of shadow people? Oh God! Before we just try and figure out what they are. Yes. Okay. I'm nervous though. Heidi Hollis has some suggestions for us. Oh, I'm nervous. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah, I had, that was really good. Thank I you. I didn't even need to hit the button. Um, learn to let go of your fear. Thanks. Not helpful. Next. <laughs> Stand your gr- your ground and deny them access to your person. 
Ugh. Deny them access to your person is Yikes. a terrible sentence. That's a horrible thing to have to say. You cannot have my person. I'm uncomfortable. Please tell me the next one. <laughs> I'm disturbed. I'm disturbed. I don't know why I decided to do this. Yep. Focus on positive thoughts. This is such trash, man. <laughs> what the fuck is this? I told you it was time for fuckery. <laughs> Use the name of Jesus to repel them. Okay, keep going. <laughs> Jesus says, get the fuck out of my person. In the name of... In the name of Jesus, remove yourself from my butt. I repel you. <laughs> Keep going. Keep a light on. Oh, come on, dude. Or envision light surrounding you. Get, what? <laughs> what? They're shadows. They don't like light. I would have rather had her be like, burn some fucking sage. Well, I got one more for you. Okay. Is it burn some fucking sage? Bless your room. Yes. Okay. With bottled spring water. <laughs> Bro. Who is this trash person? Heidi Hollis. More like, no. <laughs> no, I'm not even going to try. What's up with y'all? I'm not even going to try. Just Stop more, being a punk. More like, no. I I'm mean, a dumbass. I mean, come on, man. Like, who's going to... That's like being like... Bottled if, spring water. Not even like holy water or anything. Just, I don't know, throw some Poland Springs at him. Bro, I'm about to write an article for our blog that's what to do if you meet a bear in the woods. And it's going to be like... Envision the bear going the other direction. Think think bear-like thoughts so that it perceives you as one of its own. Cleanse yourselves in the bottle of Evian you brought in your hiking backpack. Face your fears, son. So that it cannot smell your human scent. Just shitty, shitty bear escape advice. Hurl yourself into the mouth of the bear because existence is pain. Yes, there you go. If you dive fast enough into the throat of the bear, it It'll will choke you back on up. you and die. <laughs> It'll puke you back up and die at the same time. Dude. You should totally write terrible blog entries for us. I would do it. I would do it. Then you um, can uh, REI that shit. REI? Nope. The climbing company? Or <laughs> outdoor gear company? What? SEO is what I was trying to get to. REI. <laughs> If you put enough REI in your SEO, you'll get a higher ROI. I tell you what. business. <laughs> Do you guys know we run a business? Hashtag growth. Oh. Hashtag business. Oh. My self-employed days are numbered. <laughs> oh, man. Um, why does Heidi Hollis feel that she Heidi is? Hollis. <laughs> Heidi Hollis. Why the fuck does she feel uh, qualified to tell me what to do when a shadow person's in my house? I'm a dumbass. Yes. I don't know. I don't even know who she is. I forgot where I got that from. I just uh, thought it was funny. Well, Heidi, I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to yell at that thing before I do any of the shit that you tell me to do. I'm getting dickered on this one. Yes. Me and Ray. All right. What the fuck are they? So... It seems like the most obvious explanation that gets touted a lot is some version of the sleep paralysis theory, right? People are people are unconscious. They're in some most transient involve, waking state. Yeah, most of these involve being asleep or recently awake or almost asleep. Yeah. Your senses are not fully with you. Yeah. So your dream state and your awake state are crossing paths and you get hip, some hypnagogic state yes right? and there's that's, another one hip, hip, that's the so, one where you're falling asleep hypnopompic or something is the one where you're waking up sure 
There's also a a part of that state. We've talked about this. That's a good time right there. What's that? That be, state being in between. Mm-hmm. It can be. You can have yourself some fun there. It can be. Or yeah, or hat people can sit on your chest. Yeah, and try to fucking murder <laughs> you, which sounds like a huge bummer. Yeah, not what I'm going for. Um there's also an element of that state of mind that relates to a topic we've talked about on the show a lot before, which is the whole concept of uh pareidolia. Pareidolia, I always mm-hmm. pronounce it wrong each time. Where stuff looks like stuff. Stuff looks like stuff. Because your that... brain tries to find patterns and familiar things and fill in the rest. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, you know, it's the whole, like, there's a face on Mars concept, and it's like, no, the human brain is just trained to recognize facial features, and there can be, you know... It's how you end up being Random. the guy who circles things in red on the on NASA photos. Honestly, we should just have a, a red circle on every one of our cover photos for our entire show because I'm sure people would click on it more often. Yeah. Um, but I think that's part of it too, right? Your brain is at a place where it's not fully up to speed and you're trying to make sense of the data information around you. And sometimes that is the nightlight casting a weird glow or... You know, I mean, any anything. Yeah. It, it could be so many different sources or light sources or whatever that would cause your brain to misidentify something as human-shaped or whatever. Well, and then you add in the fact that your brain or your body sort of naturally paralyzes itself while you're sleeping. Right. So the element of feeling like you can't move obviously makes that experience much scarier. For sure. I don't really know what your brain does while it's dreaming, but it's some weird shit. And so if you're also still, if you're entering or coming out of that dream state, your brain is operating differently than it does while you're normally awake. Yep. So you might be more naturally inclined to uh, perceive weird shit. Totally. There's also the concept of uh, peripheral drift. Are you familiar with that concept? No, is that an eyeball thing? It is an eyeball thing. It's I went back to the eye doctor today. Your boy's A-OK. At a kid. 2020 in both eyes. Damn. Went sober this time. It was less weird, but also less fun. Mm. Mm. Yeah, you don't want to get your eyes dilated when you're not sober. That yeah. would be a little freaky. A little freaky deaky. It's uh, it's one of these. Tell the people what you're looking at. Um, a, a magic eye thing. A bunch of circles that I, I. it's not working for me because of the distance and how dim your computer is, but I think it's one of the things where... It's a bunch of circles with smaller concentric circles in them, and if you look at it, it looks like it's moving even though it's not. Yeah, that's the one. It's a, it's a, yeah, concentric circles, but it's a pattern, and it looks like if you just sort of stare at it or you move it around slightly, right, right, um, it creates a sense of motion where there is not motion. And there's the idea that people who are, again, also in waking states, or especially contemporarily, we're talking about people who are looking at. You know, you got LED lights on your alarm clock or you've got like, you know, your fucking cell phone that you've been staring into for two hours before you finally pass out or whatever it might be. And those light sources and shapes and patterns can totally be shaped by those things, which is for what it's worth. We were texting about this. That's the version of this that I've had happen before is if you're in a dimly lit space where you're holding a phone and you're looking at a phone or you're focusing on an object or whatever. I've for sure been in a place where you see sort of like a a darkish mass to the side of your eye when you focus your full attention on it or your your full eyesight on it. It's no longer there. It just was sort of a yeah. But you also didn't think that was a little kid 
who ran down the hallway and his feet made the wrong sounds. And like, that's totally true, but I've never had one happen to me late nights or coming out of sleep. And I do think the description of, for a lot of people, it being darker than dark is always interesting to me. Like how so? Um, cause it's interesting to me that it's, it's not, you know, if you're in the dark of your bedroom in the middle of the night, everything is dark. So everything should relatively be the same color. It feels like the description sometimes is that this entity has a blackness to it that is not even exhibited by the room that surrounds it. Right. Which is strange to me. Oh, yeah, you're just and, saying that seems odd. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. it's an interesting call out specifically that I think flies in the face of some of the more, you know, natural explanations. Uh, just to throw it on the pile for whatever it's worth. Oh yeah. If you do uh, do a search for shadow people on Reddit, the majority of the posts exist on either r slash drugs or r slash stims. I don't know what that means. As in stimulants. Uh, this is a community oh. of people who do stimulants and share their stories. Oh boy, uh-huh. that sounds dicey. Mm-hmm. Um, they, <laughs> Let's not and say we did. <laughs> when you go to stims and search, or actually, this one's from our drugs and search shadow people, you get posts like "took too much coke and got a hand job from the shadow people." Oh boy, uh, yikes! <laughs> Stripes. <laughs> Or from r slash stims, what do your shadow people look like? Oh, so everyone, so in this community, this is just it's a common a, occurrence. Apparently, this is an accepted part of yes. your your habit. Um, one of the more popular posts is: I'm a journalist interested in the phenomenon of shadow people. I hear people on stimulants often see these phantoms, and I have some questions. <laughs> and a bunch of people were like, "What's up?" Uh, yeah. All right, your boy. Mostly it's just tweakers talking about how they spun out. Bummer. Mm-hmm. That sounds like kind of a bad time. Mm-hmm. I would think, though, that most people who are uh, sharing these stories on the forums that we were pulling from probably weren't doing a bunch of drugs first, or you would mention that. This yeah. seems like a separate category, but worth worth mentioning. Yeah, I also have heard that uh, the the drugs cause sleep deprivation, which then causes the hallucinations, and there are ways to become sleep deprived that are not necessarily drug related as well. Right. So maybe it's that it's would make sense with it being be, specifically a side effect of stimulants, right? Which cause you obviously not to sleep, to be awake all yeah. the time. So yeah, I mean, I think you could be chronically underslept and still uh, arrive at a strange hallucination. Could also be aliens. Uh, sure. I mean, some people say that the aliens are just using their cloaking technology to come into our rooms at night, observe the human form, and potentially give us scans and reads while we are in our paralyzed night states. Some ancient alien enthusiasts believe. And that when you wake up in the middle of the night and you feel a sense of foreboding, it's because you were just being scanned by an alien and they were trying to get data out of you. Hey, man, that sounds pretty foreboding. 
yes. And then they're just sort of like hiding in the corner of your room, like, don't see me, don't see me, don't see me. And their cloaking technology is good mm. enough that there is not an alien shape. I thought the aliens are usually short little guys, though. We bastards. But maybe the cloaking technology is using some version of... Or maybe like one hops on the other one's shoulders. Mm, one hop this time. Mm-hmm. They wear a trench coat yeah. and a hat. They go Vincent Adultman on it. And they wear a hat. That's where the hat comes Vincent in. Vincent Adultman. Yeah, yeah, Hey, yeah. I started watching BoJack. Oh, I get the reference. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've used that one a few times before and you didn't get there. But I'm here now. now you're there. I'm here now. That's my guy. Uh, yeah, that's where Hatman comes from, dude. It's three little it's grays Vincent. stacked on top of each other mm-hmm. with a hat. And they're like, now we turn on our cloaking technology. And they're like, worst case scenario, they'll think we're a person in their room. Best case scenario, they won't see us at all. And then they people just think solved, it's, and then people just think it's perfect. we've solved it. That's what I think, though. It's people are it's people aliens. are seeing shit, man. Yeah, seeing people aliens. Seeing I'm with you. People are seeing shit. All right, love you guys. Next time we talk to you, I will have experienced some odd things and maybe seen some aliens. Hey, summon the aliens, if you will. I'm gonna do my damnedest. Go to Patreon.com/slash What a Podcast. You get uh, an extra episode every single week for just five bucks a month. You also get access to our back catalog of 70-ish episodes now, I Something think. Something like that. Um, and Spencer's going to go to Contact in the Desert, and he's bringing microphones. He's going to be interviewing hella people, and uh, we're going to put a ton of content, content from Contact in the Desert on the Patreon. So go check that out. Uh, again, our phone number is 612-246-4614. Uh, you can leave us a voicemail there. You can also send us an email at hi at whatifpodcast.com. If you want to balance out any of our most recent iTunes reviews, you could go to iTunes and leave us a review on iTunes. It's at what if pod on all of our social media. Love you. See you next week. Bye. I'm doing everything possibly do to get abducted. I have not had any close encounters and I'm pissed. <laughs>